Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Week Podcast. Hawks fall to the New York Knicks 101-92. to Game 2 of their playoff matchup. Uh, the season is the, the the series is now one and one. Welcome to the Hawks Beat Podcast, folks. It's your man E Dub. I'm going to get you through the next thirty minutes of this. Uh, <laughs> this I mean, it, it, look, listen, listen. Nobody said that the Hawks were going to go. <clears throat> excuse me. Nobody said that the Hawks were going to go sixteen and zero on their playoff run. But hey, look. We knew this was going to be a dogfight, right? We knew this was going to be a dogfight. Hawks lose uh, 101-92 to in a game they probably could have won. Um, at one point, I think their biggest lead was, what, 13 or 14? Um, yeah, uh, 15. 15 was their biggest lead. But uh, listen, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I always say, look, put no trust in NBA leads because they are made to be uh, broken, you know. So Hawks squander a 15-point lead, and the Knicks come out. It's really a tale of two halves, but we'll get into that when we recap the game. Uh, we're going to give you the good, bad, and ugly like we normally do, player of the game, Fab Five, and all that jazz. But uh, first and foremost, man, we want you guys to connect with us on our podcast. So rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Let us know what you hate, what you love. Just make sure you give us those five stars. <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. And uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at HawksBeat. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Instagram. Uh, HawksBeat. Just search us and you'll find us there. So um, without any further ado, man, let's get into this recap, man. We're going to starting in the first quarter. I will say this, man, before this game started, after the game one, um, there was a lot of buildup, 
a lot of buildup, a lot of talk about what Trey did and uh, a lot of talk about, you know, New York and all this. And so I think that's kind of good for the game. I, I really don't like kind of like the layoff that much, you know, but uh, I think it's good for the game. But the Hawks came out, showed no evidences of being tight. Uh, they showed no evidences of, um, you know, being scared of the moment, like the moment was too big for them. Came out really good in that first quarter, and uh, they win that first quarter, twenty-seven to twenty. But I will tell you this: um, one thing that was a big listen, John Collins did not have his best night tonight. He did not have his best night tonight. He wasn't there for his teammates. And I will tell you this: for everyone that was talking about John, and listen, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Let's not talk about every time John has a bad game. Talk about him wanting money, right? Like, let's not do that. We know what type of player John is. And every time he has a bad game, we don't have to talk about his money, right? Furthermore, every time he has a good game, we don't have to talk about his money. Like, just let the play be what the play is. The play tonight wasn't good at all, you know? Um, Dealing with foul trouble, the first minute and 53 seconds, John Collins picks up two fouls, has to go to the bench for the rest of the quarter. Not good. Not good. Um, Gallo came in, and I thought he was serviceable. I thought he was decent. Uh, knocked down a shot. But Gallo and, and John Collins gives you two different dynamics, you know, two different dynamics. I thought in that first quarter, the trio of Trey, Bogdanovich, and DeAndre Hunter were, were really what made the Hawks go, um, especially DeAndre Hunter. He was two for four, hit two three-pointers, uh, had eight points. Bogey had six, Trey had five. They just they had good ball movement. Uh, they just had a good rhythm about themselves, you know. So after that first quarter, when the Hawks were up 27-20, uh, you got to be feeling good about yourself. You got to be feeling good about yourself. Um, Julius Randle comes out the gate 0 for 3 in that first quarter. And you're thinking, whoa, okay, is, is, is the moment too big for Julius? You know, is it too big? Is he still suffering from the effects of game one, right? Second quarter, John Collins gets back in there. 56 seconds. Literally, he played 56 seconds in that second quarter. Picks up the third foul. Nate's got to sit him. Like, he's got to sit him. He's got three fouls. And you got to sit him. You got to sit him. But luckily for the Hawks, they were able to not only just tread water without John Collins, they were able to flourish right? Very good shooting second quarter for the Hawks. They shoot 47% from the field, 38 from three. Uh, Trey Young paces everybody with 15 points. He just gets to his spots. He's shooting the ball well from three. Bogey shooting the ball from three, shooting the ball well. And those guys had 15 and eight respectively. And if you're a Hawks fan, you're feeling really good about yourself. (laughs) <laughs> you're feeling really good about yourself. You outscore the Knicks by six. And so, listen, you're going into halftime with the score of 57 to 44. All right. It's a 13 point lead. Again, at one point it was 15, but you're feeling good about yourself, you know, and, and you got to be thinking to yourself, OK, Julius Randle only has two points. He's O of six. Uh the person that was keeping them in the game 
was the ageless one. Maybe we should, maybe that's what we need to call Derrick Rose, the ageless one. Like I said last podcast, I'm a big fan of Derrick Rose. I want to see him prosper wherever he goes. Uh, 14 points. He was single-handedly keeping the Knicks uh, from getting blown out. <laughs> but I will say this, and I said this. I don't know if I tweeted this or if I was talking to somebody, but this was a tale of two halves. Second half, the adjustment that Tibbs made, he said, listen. Derek, you are getting the start. Not only did he get the start, but he played all 12 minutes of that third quarter, which is critical because in that third quarter, the Knicks, I mean, those tables, they, they like they say, look at those tables and how they turn. <laughs> Knicks go on a just a shooting rampage. They shoot, they hit seven of their of their 10 three-pointers. They shoot in the quarter. They shoot 54%, and the Hawks cannot hit the side of a barn. Uh, they go 5 of 18, 1 of 7 from 3. Uh, I thought that the Knicks' intensity just picked up immensely. You can see it. You could see that the, 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 the <laughs> I'm stuttering. You could see the intensity from the Knicks in that third quarter. And I, I mean, I wrote it down in my notes. I was like, intensity, like the Knicks got it. Like whatever it is. Yes, they got it. <laughs> um, they go on an 18 to two run. And you remember what I said about that lead? Yep. Swallowed up, swallowed that lead up. Randall starts to get going. Uh, that 0 for 6 is no more. He goes 4 or 5 in the quarter, 11 points in that quarter. And him and Derrick Rose again. Derrick Rose, 10 points in the quarter. And they go on that run. And not only do they take the lead, but they start to distance themselves a little bit. Start to build on that lead. So here's where a lot of the discrepancy comes. Nate McMillan pretty much went the same rotation that he always does. Um with Trey Young. It just so happens that while he was doing with that rotation, Trey Young was on the bench. And he's faced with do I let do I put Trey out there a little bit sooner than usual or do I rest him? Nate decided to rest him. Now, whatever however you feel about it, that was the call he made. Right? That was the call he made. And a lot of coaches do that. Right? Like a lot of coaches do it. Some don't. Some of them do. You know, I'm not going to say that Nate's predecessor used to do the same thing, but his predecessor used to do the same thing. <laughs> and Nate got hammered on Twitter. Like Hawks Twitter was going after him. Where's Trey? Get him out there. Get him out there. And Nate was like, look, man, I got these bench guys out here at the ball. When Trey is on the bench, and that's what they need to do. And I guess that's the stance he took. I wasn't in the Zoom call after uh, after the game, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking that's what he thought. Um, so he rest Trey into the third, into the fourth, like he typically does. You know, it wasn't anything, you know, out of the ordinary. But during that time, the Knicks' lead balloons up to about 10, Right? Bogey and Trey Young come back in in that fourth quarter. And as soon as they come in, <laughs> as soon as they go in, Hawks go on an 11-0 run, right? Cut the lead to two. But, again, shots just don't fall for the Hawks. Um, 
They ended up shooting 6 of 22 in that last quarter. 27% is not going to cut it. 16% from three is not going to cut it. Um, Not when you're trying to keep pace with the next team that increased their energy. They're at home. They're feeling the crowd is getting into it. Uh, Alec Burks is hitting some big shots. Uh, Hit a huge three. Uh, Reggie Bullock hit two crucial three-pointers. Uh, Julius Randle wasn't really that special in the fourth. He only had one bucket, but as a collective, they did what they needed to do to close out the Atlanta Hawks. And I thought for what it's worth, I thought that the Hawks got some pretty decent shots in that fourth quarter. Uh, I know Gallo had a decent shot at one point when they were like down by three, uh, Herder had a decent shot and they just didn't go in. And that's the life of the NBA, man. Sometimes them shots go in, sometimes they don't. Uh, one thing you'll know about the playoffs, some shots, uh, they get a little bit further, right? Like a 12-footer is probably going to be like a 16-footer in the playoffs, right? The pressure and all that stuff, it gets to those folks. That's why they say uh, during the playoffs, your role players typically play better at home because the pressure isn't that as great as it is on the road. And I think that's pretty much just what happened. Uh, they weren't able to make shots to get them, in it, get them over that hump in that fourth quarter. And it cost you the ball game. Cost you the ball game. Um, a lot we can dissect from that, but uh, final game, uh, final score, one hundred one to ninety two, for the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, for the New York Knicks. Trey Young finishes thirty points, seven assists. Um, Bogey and DeAndre Hunter both finished with eighteen. And uh, who else was in double figures for the Hawks? Kevin Herter. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, we're going to take a quick break, get in one of our sponsors on the other half. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Talk about the 5-5. Five, five. Who were the five best players for the Hawks tonight? Is there five? And who was the player of the game? We're going to go to uh, the Twitter and see what some of you guys had to say about the game. So keep it locked. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man, E-Dub, to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen. It's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want, sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof Lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the Weed Whacker, Manscaped state of the art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. HAWKSBEAT Podcast, episode 68 of season 7. It's your man's E-Dub. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitters and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we greatly appreciate if you rate and review us. 
And uh, I want to share some of the thoughts from our Twitter followers. I love when they interact with us. Uh, again, our Twitter is at HawksBeat. And I wanted to just get some insight and in how they were feeling after the game. And uh, so I asked if you guys, if they had any takeaways, any takeaways from the game. Um, our guy, uh, Dwan Goodwin, he said, no shade to JC, but you can't take yourself out of a playoff game for bonehead fouls. Zero points. Fair assessment. Fair assessment. Um, let's see. What is this? DJ Food and Drink. He said, how does Trey sit during the whole run in the fourth? Uh, that's what I kind of talked about earlier uh, when he was on the bench. And uh, Nate elected to go with uh, the bench team. And, uh, I mean, when you're a head coach, those are calls you got to make. And that was the call that he made, you know. Um, let's see. What else? My guy, Donnell Suggs at Suggs Rider. He said, Hawks fell asleep during the mid-third and fourth quarters. Uh, dominated after dominating the first half. He said, can't happen again if they want to win this series. Atlanta is clearly the better team. And last one I'll read from our guy Joshua Fletcher. Said, cold shooting in the second half, and the starters played about 33 minutes apiece. Recipe for a good old-fashioned playoff L. So, look, I know emotions are always going to be high directly after the loss. Again, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't take the wins and losses kind of like as a fan. Um, I just, I, I don't, you know. But uh, you know, I just want, I, I like to get the input. I like to get the input and see how the guys feel, see how the fans feel after tonight's game, a game that I thought was winnable. Um, you're up 15, and but I thought that you could have. I don't know, like, do I blame Nate for, for resting the guys? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Nate has pedigree. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if if, if you if you have bench guys that are supposed to step up and play, do I fault him for, for trusting the bench or do I fault him for, for not shaking things up? I have a problem with that a lot of times with a lot of NBA coaches. But what I'm telling you is a lot of NBA coaches don't deviate from the routine. Like, they simply don't. Like, I think that's one of Coach Bud's things. Coach Bud does not deviate from his routine, you know. And, and I think, to me, that that can be a coach's greatest asset as well as his greatest weakness. So, um, you know, I, it, it just kind of is what it is, man. It kind of is what it is. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, the ugly. From the Hawks' perspective, since, of course, this is a Hawks podcast, the good tonight for me was, I mean, if I want to be general, I guess I'll say the first half with Trey, Bogey, and Hunter. Um, it was good seeing them, though, that trio get into a rhythm, seeing Hunter kind of step up, even though um, you didn't really get anything from John Collins. Um, that was nice seeing Hunter just, you know, just back. You know what I mean? Like, just seeing him back. And uh, to me, that was the good. Uh, it was nice to see Bogey hitting shots. It was nice to see Trey aggressive in that first half. Uh, you just wish that it would have been sustainable in that second half. You know, I thought they did a good job in the third quarter uh, at first weathering the storm. But once the shots just didn't, didn't, didn't fall, 
you know, it was kind of just like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> you know, here we go. But yeah. So I thought that was the good. If you're looking for the good, if you're looking for the bad, all you got to do is just keep on watching the game. Second quarter, uh, not the second quarter, second half, that third and fourth quarter, the shooting percentages, you're not going to win ball games like that. Like you got to make shots. And not only do you got to make shots, you got to get stops. So you can't, you can't not get stops and not make shots, <laughs> right? Like you can't do both of them. You don't got the luxury to do both of them. And they did both of them. They weren't getting stops and they weren't uh, making shots. So that was the bad and the ugly. Uh, I got to go with John Collins tonight. Like John is my guy. Like John is my guy. I love talking to John. I love uh, his interviews. I love when he gets on the Zoom and talks to reporters. Uh, and this is, I mean, it's nothing personal, but tonight he was poo-poo. Like you cannot, you cannot foul like that and have, like you play two minutes in the first quarter. You can't come out in the second quarter knowing you got two fouls, picking up that third foul and like with 56 seconds. You can't do that, man. Like not in the playoffs, like not in the playoffs, man. Your team needs you. But, uh, yeah, so I think that just took him out of the game, the whole, you know, I think that just really just took him out of the game, you know. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is, you know. You finish the game with zero points, two rebounds. That's ugly, right? Like, that's ugly. And, again, this is nothing personal. But, you know, we're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I got to keep it real with y'all. Like, that's ugly to me. But, you know, hopefully he bounces back. I know that as much as people may be beating him up on social media or whatever, fans, you know, me doing what fans do, I know that nobody's beating him up more than himself. I know the kid. I know the kid. I was there when he got drafted. Like, if you watch my intro, one of the intro videos is me asking him a question at his draft day press conference. <laughs> yeah. So the kid's beating himself up. Look for him to have a strong game in game three. Game three is going to be interesting. I think I might do a preview pod before that game just to kind of preview it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I think I might do that. So so, so stay tuned for that. We might do a preview pod before that game. Um, hopefully the Knicks, uh, the Knicks fans don't take over State Farm Arena. <laughs> yeah, that can be, um, you know, living in a, a trans, a transient city, but that is the good, the bad and the ugly. Now, fab five, let's see. Fab five is just a segment where we pick the five best Hawks of the night. And, um, can I pick five Hawks tonight? I know I can pick three uh, out of that starting lineup, and uh, who uh, we could, I guess we could throw Kevin in there. So here's what we'll do: anybody else? Anybody else? Gallo? I don't know. Was Gallo better than Capella? Nah, I don't. I don't think so. Capella was still good defensively, even though he gave you nothing on the offensive end. <sighs> Let's do this. Five five. Let's start with Kevin Herter off the bench. Four of eight, ten points. Five rebounds, four assists. Kevin had a solid game, I thought. I thought Kevin was even good defensively. Um, Like everybody else, Kevin just missed shots in the second half. You know, 
But in the totality of it, thought he played a decent game. Didn't think he was, you know, great. Didn't think he was bad though, you know. Um, yeah, he he was kind of a net. He was he was a negative nineteen on the plus minus, which is like the worst of all the guys that played tonight. But I don't really look at the plus minus as just a stat all by itself. There's a lot of nuance between that plus minus. So yeah, I'm not gonna bang him on that. Like yeah, you you were one of the best five hawks tonight. So yeah, Kevin Hurd, are you getting up in there? Next, uh, we'll go with Trey. You know, Trey obviously had to go in tonight in that first half. Um, second half, he didn't give you much. Didn't give you much at all. Uh, 30 points, uh, 7 assists, 5 turnovers. If you give me 7 assists, you can't have 5 turnovers. I thought the turnovers were a little high tonight, you know. And, and that's kind of Trey's wheelhouse, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know when he's really rolling is when, you know, he get assists and he's not getting any turnovers. Um, 30 points, you know, 30 points, 30 points, man. You know, I'm not going to sneeze at that at all. So, uh, yeah, Trey's definitely in the top five. We'll go Bogey as well. Bogey, just like everybody else, is hitting shots in the first half, finishes 2 of 13 from three. And uh, he just couldn't get it going in that second quarter, man. They revving the engine. They revving the engine. They getting they getting shot. I mean, I thought he had some decent looks as far as the NBA playoffs are concerned. No one's going to get any wide open looks. But, uh, yeah, same with the others. You know, he just, second half, he didn't hit nothing. Finishing with 18 points and six boards. DeAndre Hunter finishes with 18 points. Didn't shoot the ball extremely well. Three of 10, but he knocked down... He got to the line 11 times, which is good. I like that. I like that because that's aggressive. That's his wheelhouse, the mid-range. He's the mid-range guy, and um, that's kind of his wheelhouse, you know. Uh, three, of, three of eight from three. I mean, that's not bad. You know, three of eight from three, not bad. But, you know, again, um, you need you need to produce in that second half, man. And that's to everybody. You got to produce in the second half. Uh, fifth guy, I'm going to go with Capella. Only have four points, two of five shooting. Um, Trey wasn't really looking for him too much on the alley-oop pick and rolls. You know, I guess they were playing him or defending him differently. So, you know, the scoring part wasn't there. You would have liked to have gotten a little bit more than four points. He'll, he's going to get you them double-digit rebounds in his sleep. I thought he was pretty decent defensively. Uh, nah, nah let, me not, let me not say that. He was really good defensively. Okay, let me be clear. He was really good defensively. And let me let me not gloss over, you know, he had 12 boards, five block shots. That's rim protecting, right? Like he had five block shots tonight. That is rim protecting. So he was really good defensively, let me say that. Um, as far as the player of the game, uh, of course, I always tweet that out. And I like to see some of your responses. Um, let's see here. Let's go to our Twitter again. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at HawksBeat. My guy, Brad Jarrett, sixty-seven. Um, he is the purveyor of the Hoopball Hawks podcast. He's been on our pod before. He says Trey. And uh, let's see. Last name Pin at last name Pin on Twitter says Trey. Um, <laughs> Trevor Pravat, he says it sure as hell wasn't Gallo. 
I didn't ask you who it was, man. I asked you who it was. But yeah, not a lot of responses tonight. That's kind of typical. But um, yeah, man. I'm a uh, who are we gonna get? To, who are we gonna get to play it again? We'll give it to Trey again. We'll give it to Trey again tonight. Thirty points, seven assists. Um, you did have the five turnovers, but he was obviously the best player for the Hawks tonight. Didn't really get much on the bench tonight. Their bench was better tonight, and I think that might have been the difference in the game. Um, the Hawks bench, you had Gallo, six, Herter with 10, Lou and Kongu, and Tony Snell. And uh, it just was no match for Derrick Rose, Taj Gibson, Alec Burks. Quigley had 11. Yeah, they were just better defensively. Like, they're they're not defensively. Their bench was just better. They just supremely outplayed the Hawks bench. And that is, that is, uh, it's an important factor. It's an important factor. So, that is the good, bad, and the ugly. The Fab Five and your player of the game. We're going to wrap things up um, in this next segment. We'll take a quick little break. You are listening to Hawksby Podcast, episode 68. We'll be right back after this quick message. Keep it locked. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain, Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation. Exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Dr. Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks Beat sent you. And take the first step to living pain-free. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. So the Hawks and Knicks are now tied. Hawks steal the home court from the uh, New York Knicks. If you want to look at the glass half uh, half full, I guess you can look at it. Look, man, you went in there and you did what you had to do. You wanted to get a split. Uh, it would have been nice to get both of them, but. Uh, you know, a split is okay. Now you got to defend home court. Now you got to defend home court. Now you have to make sure that um, you protect your home court. And that means making sure that uh, all of those Knicks fans don't invade State Farm Arena. Right? 
They up the capacity. It's going to be a lot of folks up in there. Got to make sure those Knicks fans ain't in there. And you know, <laughs> and I mean, it's, and I'm gonna tell you this: I think those Knicks fans gonna be up in there. <laughs> so, Hawks fans, you better be loud and you better be raucous. You know what I'm saying? Because them Knicks fans, they gonna be in there, you know, doing what they do. That's just what happens when you live in a transient city. So, um, the next two games are in Atlanta. Uh, the next game uh, is Friday at seven o'clock, uh, and of course, the State Farm Arena. And Sunday is a matinee game at 1 o'clock. So, um, yeah, those are the next two games, man. And hopefully the Hawks will uh, be able to hold serve. I think this is going to be a long series. I don't think this game, this series is going to be over in, in five games. I think I made a prediction in uh on you know my guy's radio show the other day and i said this in my last pod i said that the hawks are to win this series i think they need to do it in six i think if it goes seven it favors the knicks so that's all that's all i got as far as predictions but um tough one to swallow tonight but you know you gotta you gotta lick your wounds and go back and do it again on thursday i mean on uh on friday um, I think that this team is still a confident bunch. I think they know that now they know that they can beat this team. They know that they can beat this team. They know that they can play them. And I think that's big, especially when you've gone through the regular season and you lost three straight against them. So they know that they can beat them. And it's going to be interesting to see the chess match between Coach Tibbs and Coach McMillan. So that's all we get today man again make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast give us five stars we would greatly appreciate it and uh like we always say man god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you l-o-v-e love we out peace Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.